Hello, my name is Ronnie Edwards and I'm the director of Pomozzi Creatives. Thank you for joining me on the Everyday Inspirational Women podcast. I'll be spending time with and learning from women and girls that I personally find inspiring. You can nominate any woman or girl from Portsmouth that you find inspiring so we can consider them for the very first Inspirational Women of Portsmouth Award happening on the 7th of March for International Women's Day. Details about this exciting event and how you can nominate anyone are available on all our Pomozzi Creatives social media platforms. So, back to this podcast. Each one of us carries this incredible energy that can encourage and inspire. I really hope that you find a few inspirational nuggets from some of these women. Enjoy. So I'm here with a fabulous, gorgeous Tamsin. Hi. So thank you so much for um, being part of this podcast. This podcast is basically um, about everyday inspirational women, women that I have met and I've come across and I've listened to their story, I've been in their space and thought, wow, you are an amazing woman. That's so there's, lovely. There's so many reasons I think you're inspiring and I just wanted to share that with the world. Oh, thank you. So tell us about yourself. Okay, so I'm Tamsin, I've just turned 25. Oh, I missed your birthday. That was last month. It's all right. Sauce. <laughs> you miss a lot of things. It's fine. You're so, a busy woman. So, uh, just to share as well, I've got Tam's and, and Max's engagement um, present, a little gift I like, made up. <laughs> when did you get engaged? Uh, February. We're now in November. That's how I roll people. So. <laughs> oh, you know, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next it's year. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, tell us about yourself. I work in a secondary school in Portsmouth um, as a student support administrator. So, um, really, I'm like the receptionist for the kids. And other than that, I am a Neptune girl. Um, I'm involved in a lovely group called Poker Dots and Petticoats, which is a vintage club online. Oh. And just looking out for getting a new cat. That's my next journey. Oh, getting a new cat. Yeah. And you did something quite inspiring last year, um, involving a pageant. Well, yeah, I suppose I did. Um, so <laughs> did I was. Did you forget to mention? Oh, who, who me? <laughs> um, so I was part of the um, Miss British Beauty Curve pageant for 2018. So I. Um, represented the South Coast as Miss South Coast Curve. And um, I placed in the top four, which was brilliant because I've never done a pageant before. Amazing. Um, had no idea what I was doing, just kind of threw myself into it as I do. I'm a last minute girl, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. So did it, didn't know what I was doing and managed to place and had a really amazing time doing it. Met so many lovely girls, people that are on the same journey or their paths are leading them somewhere else now. And it, but it was such a great experience to meet other people who are plus sized and love themselves as well. Okay. Yeah. And, and the piece you did, I remember, um, how do I put this, ugly crying about how emotional the piece you did. Would you, would you have the headspace to kind of try and unpack it as part of your kind of beauty pageant? Yes. So, as, um, so promoting the beauty pageant and myself and doing public appearances, um, I was with working with um, 
a lovely boy called Josh. Josh is fab. Um, and he helped me choreograph a lip sync to Beyonce's Pretty Hurts. So anyone who doesn't know that song, it's based around... Um, the, the music video is based around uh, women in a beauty pageant and the struggles through that. Um, obviously, theirs are a lot more extreme than what a plus-size beauty pageant is. Um, so we choreographed a piece to, to do with that where I came out as a shy individual who was very choreographed and very much, this is what I've got to do. I'm in a pageant, la, la, la. Um, by the end of it, I stripped off. And she did, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was fabulous. And just kind of did a big, big F you to society, to the world, and just to say, this is who I am, this is where I want to be, and I'm going to look like I am and still enjoy myself and have a great time. So was, That must have been quite a cathartic It was crazy. Um, I haven't performed solo since I left college, so that was five, six years ago. I used to do musical theatre and loved it. Um, and th then through that, lost my confidence um, for various different reasons. Uh, but so when I joined Neptune Girls, that's the first time I performed again. And then doing this is the first time I performed solo, um, which was such a like amazing experience. I've, I've never thought that I'd be back up on the stage and now I want to do more. So... It was great. Oh, it was, and I literally was I, was, I was, I found it so emotional, and it was just a tech run. I remember you doing and I thought, that is going to be... I wasn't even naked by that point. You, like. And you weren't even naked by that point. Indeed. Um, tell me about the Neptune Girls. How's that been for you? It's amazing. So I've been part of Neptune Girls since January 2006. 17? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I found it at a time where I really needed it. So it's an empowering uh, women's dance mm -hmm. group. Um, and when I found it, I, it took me about three months to contact them and turn up um, because I was going through such a rubbish time at the, uh, at the time. Yeah. Um, and when I found it, and when I found that confidence to go, I turned up on my own yeah. um, and I felt like straight away that I was part of the team, part of the group, mm -hmm. uh, and two weeks later auditioned. And I'd oh, never. Hadn't it only been two weeks? Yeah, I was. Oh. I was part of like the the performance team within two weeks of being there. So I was that's like, I have incredible. no idea. <laughs> um, I that. And I'd never done that style of dance before. So at college, I'd done tap, ballet, and jazz, um, and that was only the two years at college. So that was my only dance experience mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Hadn't done anything commercial, girly, mm -hmm. sassy. It was a case of I'm just going to give this a go and mm -hmm. see if I like it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was stood pretty much at the back of the class mm. um, and then forward one to now where we've performed so many different pieces mm. um, and I always try and push myself to the front if I can in classes because I feel like that makes me feel more empowered yeah, by your comfort zone as well. yeah and I look in the mirror and I'm like is that me can I do this move okay okay cool <laughs> girl <laughs> so yeah. it's brilliant it's, it's such a added bonus to the south coast itself um, it is, isn't it? and then within that is there like because I'm hoping that um, some people may be listening to you and find you just as inspiring as I do. Um, is there anything that you can share with us in terms of overcoming a situation, whether it was personal or career-wise, and maybe just talk us through what it was and how you got over on the other side? Yeah. Is there anything that you would be able to share with us about um, overcoming stuff? Yeah, so I, I had depression. Um, so this was, I'd say, maybe... 
three, four years ago. Um, and what had happened is that there was a number of things that I'm a, a very emotional person anyway. And I got to the point where I bottled everything up. And even just little things that weren't significant, but to me they were a huge deal. Um, and it got to a point where there was two um, girls that I was best friends with at the time, and they both decided they didn't want to be my friend anymore for no like specific reason. And they decided to like publicly pick up flaws that they already knew I, I wasn't enjoying. As in on social media? On or? social media. So they posted a it was awful because to this day they'll still not say it was about me but it was very obvious um, and they'd both done it together where we used to be a three so it, basically they picked it something at the time that I was really upset about which was my weight um, I used to hate being a plus size person uh, I used to absolutely hate my body hate things everything about me um, and although I have a loving fiance now um, who didn't find anything wrong with my body. For me, it was just the biggest, like, difficult thing to get through. So I'd wake up every day and be like, what am I doing? I, I look horrible. You are so beautiful. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw you, I was like, stop staring. <laughs> I'm gonna freak that one out. And I think it is the world that we live in that social media plays a big part. And um, I think it was like people telling me, people that were meant to love me telling me that I didn't, like I looked a certain way they knew that that was my biggest flaw um, so that just that turned me and I had a, it, I mean I'm not going to be like one of those people that had a huge battle of depression it was only small in, in comparison to other people but it knocked me for six I lost my confidence um, I didn't want to go out I didn't want to do anything I just wasn't the person I, I used to be when I was younger um, so I had that going on um, and I didn't know and how did you get past that? How did you journey through that? So I've got such a supportive family. So, so supportive. They are absolutely everything. And my fiancé. And, um, you know, they're always there for me. They never, never let me down. They never yeah. turned around and said, yeah. like, come on, like had a go at me for being upset they were like what can we do how can we help you so having that there I am so so lucky to have that I know a lot of people don't have such a strong solid like background and I'm, I'm so privileged to have that um, but it was also just working on myself so I decided to start listening to like audio books and okay. things like that and I, for some reason that was the turning for me I always thought oh audiobooks I'm not one of those spiritual people that so will listen like, what type of audiobooks will you listen to then? so anything inspirational um, so the biggest one for me my absolute favourite which I'll still go to now when I have like dark days yeah. um, is Oprah Oprah Winfrey <laughs> um, I just love her and, and I think so her, her um, book is about basically this could happen this could happen this could happen mm. but what I know for sure mm. is this mm. and the more I thought about it I was like oh yeah like I could be smaller if I lost weight and if I dieted and I did this but what I know for sure is that I've always been plus size since a child so what's the difference now why did I like enjoy yeah. my life and love yeah. myself before and why am I not doing it now yeah. um so it was kind of things like that um and then finding Neptune Girls and just finding my confidence by doing small things that I used to enjoy yeah. and disassociating them with the friends that were no longer friends yeah. of mine and just finding yeah. like a nice space to, to explore kind of all of the things yeah. I used to enjoy. There's something to be said about space yeah. and the space you put yourself in, isn't there? Absolutely. Like, I always um, talk to my kids about energy and finding positive energy yeah. and giving positive energy. Cause, Absolutely. Because 
because we are loads of energy, aren't we? And that yeah. whole thing of finding, in terms of your mental health, finding that space, that nurture. Yeah. And, and then within that, who, is there, an, an, apart from Oprah, is there anyone uh, maybe close to home that you find inspiring? My dad. Your dad. My dad. I love that it's a man. Yeah. Well, because yeah, all the ladies <laughs> have been talking about ladies who are inspiring. But yes, my dad. Why not? Um, yeah. So my dad uh, has MS. He's okay. disabled. And he's still so strong. He is the strongest person I've ever, ever will met me ever have ever met. Um, so, like, if I could take a pinch of his strength and use it every day, like, I'd be this incredible superwoman. I swear. He is just. He will never say no. Um, so if something, someone wants something from him, regardless of how he's feeling that day, he'll be like, I'll do that. And he never, um, he never tells you when he is feeling sorry for himself or if he's um, in pain. He just does it, he just does life and he goes through life and he just pushes through wow. it. And there's times where I'm feeling really stuck, like I've got a dance injury and I, when I used to live with my parents, I'd be like, oh, I've hurt my foot and it's really painful and I'd feel so sorry for myself. And then I'd look at my dad and be like, no, I don't need to feel sorry for myself. There's people out there that have so much more going on that I, you know, we, we talk as a family, but he, he's so brave and he's so, confident and he's so full of life that he doesn't tell us the things that he doesn't feel like we need to know and that's so strong for him to do that as well so that again he doesn't so he doesn't tell us the things that we he doesn't think we need to know so if he's in pain if he's in a lot of pain that day he's like I won't tell everybody because they don't need to know because they can't do anything about it and for him to do that is so strong because he'll just carry on and as much as we were like, Dad, like you need to tell us these things, he will always push through, and uh, and I think it's crazy. And um, the fact that he's got ten thousand followers on Instagram, what even is that? Like, because <laughs> you, yeah, what does he do? Is it something really he, random? He's a bird watcher. Yeah. So. Um, so through his disability, he's found things that he's enjoyed. Um, he's always, he used to keep birds when we were younger and we had an aviary in our back garden. And then when we moved, uh, he found several different things like hobbies and things that he enjoyed. But it's very hard to keep that up when he can't go out when he's got MS. Um, so there was, there's a big tree that's behind our back garden. So it doesn't even belong to us. And he's filled it with bird feeders and basically built up such a, um, grand tree full of so many different species and breeds and types of birds and all he does is go out with his camera we've got a tiny little garden he'll be out there with his camera takes photos posts them on his instagram and 10,000 followers later he's got people sending That's him brilliant. fan art and he's got it's, it's, I'm like where's That's my 10,000 followers <laughs> like you've got quite a few followers like a thousand like uh, hello <laughs> 10,000, like I don't yeah, even. That's, that's celebrity. Could you, that is. Like he can actually get sponsored and stuff. I was going to say, probably a cat lover, isn't he? I, I think he is. Like who does he think he is? <laughs> All right, Dad, calm down. But, so, he, so here's a question. Okay. In five years, okay. When you look back, yeah. what you've been up to, what is it that you want to have achieved? What is it that you want to be really proud of? Um, so doing what I'm doing now, um, I, I never realised that by telling people that I was happy being a plus size person, that actually empowers other people. Um, so I want to continue to put out the positive message that 
you know, okay, my my health not might not be as great as yours, or um, the size of jeans that I buy aren't the same as yours, but I'm still so happy. You know, like I do things like dance. I don't just sit around all day eating food. I just eat the wrong type of food, but that's my body and that's my. Um, that, that's the way I want to live. I bet you've forgiven a lot of people out there. Yeah, I see. I mean, I couldn't say I, I would be, but. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Well, thanks. Um, but I, I think so. When I first when I first found out I danced, the amount of kids that could not believe me because I'm plus size. I just want to make sure that people know that you, your side doesn't define you. Um, and something I always say is your waistband does not define your worth. There's, there's nothing about me that stops me. I can do whatever I want to do. Um, so I just kind of want to pass that message on to more young women, teenagers, girls, and get out there with that message, I suppose. I don't know how, I don't know what I'm going to do, yeah. but like I said, I'm a last minute girl, so I'll, I'll find something. That's great, that's great, go <laughs> with it. Tamsin, I'm so grateful for um, you just kind of sitting with me and sharing a little bit Yay. of your story. Thank you so no much. No worries. Thank you so much for having me, Ron Ron. No worries. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. <laughs> cool.